of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Morning Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. Hookup hour number two. Thanks for everybody chiming in. Really, really good basketball talk and parlay sparked the sparked the uh, the people out there. Will see everybody's a degenerate. Sparked it. Talking hoops. Even me. Kevin Suits out there, sports director over at ten eleven, hanging out and giving us some knowledge. Nate out there. Nate Elgert, appreciate your brother. He said, "Feels like a blowout in the wrong direction." Nebraska, it's going to be a. It's, it obviously became a lot harder losing those two guys, right? But you know, no excuses, no excuses. Next person up, let's go. You know, let's go to work. If you have tickets, continue to go down and support this team. Right? They're going to give you the effort. They're not going to make excuses. Neither should we. I think Robin mentioned something when he talked about the Bandamel effect. With his energy, his smile, I could see him being a huge factor in the in the locker room right now, and on the bench. You know, yeah. huge factor with his presence being around, and Gary too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Huge factor. Also, it's going to be vital. Like, there's so many things that are vital. Now we talked about the free throws in Nebraska, but it's vital that like Walker, you know, is in the game a lot. And without foul trouble, right? Oh, that's huge. It's also vital that somehow, some way, Breidenbach finds his niche or purpose on this basketball team. I know because those are like that's the one. Like I know we talk about Tom Monaga and scoring, uh, CJ Wiltshire getting going, and Walker and Green. We know that, but like Breidenbach, it could be like a big X factor in this whole thing. Oh, big! He can come out and put up. I mean, Ten just, points. Just get out, just be present. Be able to stay on the floor without fouling. The yeah. you know the you know the moment the stupid fouls. Yeah, I mean we're we're in a tough spot. It's going to be tough. But if there's one thing we know about this team is they fight. They fight. You know, and they and you're proud to watch them. Yeah. So, all right, let's do it. What's trending at ten? Menzel will be cut at the start of the year. Do you think that Kyrie is worth all of this drama? New fallout from the Astros cheating scandal with some Astros players taking heed for how they're apologizing for the cheating. Here's what's trending at 10. All right, let's start off with some NFL, the NFL season award nominees. 
we go. Have been released. Let's or go. called the finalist. The finalist. And here's what we're looking at. I think they're going to be uh, naming these at the NFL honors ceremony. It's on February 9th. Sure. Okay. Let's go. All right. So MVP. These are the finalists for MVP. Of course, you got Bills quarterback Josh Allen. You have uh, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and how about a wide receiver getting in there, Justin Jefferson. That's Mahomes, right? He's the MVP. Uh, If anything, I think it's between... He's the MVP. I think it's between Mahomes, Hurts, and I'll throw Burrow in there. Hurts being hurt might have hurt him. That's true. I forgot about that. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. You're a funny guy. Um, (laughs) And no no receiver's not going to win it. No, he's not gonna. <laughs> not not the season the Vikings had. It's Patrick Mahomes. He'll be the MVP. Yeah, I think if anything, it's it's one of those three. I think if, you know. I think Burrow deserves a shot. Yeah, but it's just it's just a uh, statistical race, and the Mahomes statistics don't lie. That's true. Moving on over to Offensive Player of the Year, they got Mahomes again. Wouldn't this be the same winner? Probably. Jalen Hurts, Dolphins wide receiver Tyree Kill, then Vikings wide receiver Justin like, Jefferson. I could see this is where like I think Mahomes wins them both, but I could see where like Justin Jefferson might could get this one. Maybe with the year he had, yeah, from maybe. the offensive side, you know, you know. But I could see it being the same person. Real quick, let's go to the phones. What's up? You're on the morning hookup. Hey there, great show. Thank yeah, you. Little NFL here. That this is Chris and. Uh, uh, I, I think uh, Philly's going to take San Francisco. I'd, I'd rather have San Fran. I like them better, but I think uh, Philly's been so disrespected. They might be down their top wide receiver, but San Fran might be down one of their best linemen as well on defense. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to even out. And, and I think Philly was the best team in football for 15 weeks and then struggled uh, down the stretch. And I, I just think they, they're on a mission, and I think they're going to throttle them. And, and I think Buffalo's had its window. They're done. Um Mm-hmm. Now they've got this uh, salary cap. Uh, you know, they're, they're three main guys taking up like 40% of their salary cap, 35 40%, and uh, they're done. Uh, they, I mean, they might have this next year is their, their, probably their last opportunity to really uh, get, get a championship, but they can't even get past the divisional round, and they got beat so bad, and I just think Josh Allen is the most overrated player in the NFL. And, um uh, you know, I think he's better than Dak Prescott, but by not much. <laughs> um, and and I just I don't see them being a serious contender. Uh, their window's done. They've got too much wrapped up in their top three salaries, um, and they're not going to be able to make any moves to improve themselves. So their windows come and go. And I know everybody thinks of them as a, a great young team, but you know, there's there's two better young there's two better teams that's in front of them. KC and Cincinnati, and they had their chance, and and now, it, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see them win just like nine or ten games next year, and they might even get rid of Diggs. I'm, you know, it's my understanding they're pretty upset at Diggs for him being a baby again, like he did in Minnesota, and and you know, I guess that would clear up salary room for him, but uh, uh, and they might be able to get a mature guy in there. Um, but uh, I, I, I think their window's come and gone. Hey, Chris, isn't it funny how they they changed the overtime rules just for Buffalo, and they Buffalo didn't even make it far in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, and they're going to just keep on changing those rules. It gets more ridiculous every time they do. You know, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go with the old overtime. This is a physical, violent sport. You don't want these guys continuing to play on forever. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, yes. I can see it to where they're all going to have to just keep on playing, you know, if yep. they're going to keep on changing the rules because, yeah, that's just yep. – uh, so, anyways, appreciate it. Thanks, hey, guys. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Have Chris. a good one, brother. Appreciate you. It's good you, stuff. Man. Good stuff. Um, other NFL awards. I got Defensive Player of the Year. Micah Parsons, Nick Bosa, Chris Jones. Well, that's a star-setter room. Offensive Rookie of the Year. This one, I feel like, is pretty much wrapped up. Brock Purdy, Kenneth Walker, and Garrett Wilson. Kenneth Walker. Brock Purdy. He didn't play the whole year. Yeah, but he's doing no, I think some pretty impressive things. I think he caught up in the moment there. Look at Kenneth Walker did this year. Uh, I would be going for Ken. I'm going for Brock. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year. This one's tough. Aiden Hutchinson, Sauce Gardner, Tariq Willis. That's that's studs in that room. Yeah. Comeback Player of the Year, Geno Smith. This one's tough. This is a electric room. Geno Smith, Christian McCaffrey, and Saquon Barkley. Wow. That one's hard. That's All really three hard. had really Gino's good years. Geno's a great story in that one, by the way. Definitely. Definitely. Did he come back? Was he hurt? <laughs> I don't know if he was know. hurt. I think he just didn't wasn't playing. Yeah. <laughs> Coach of the year, they got Doug Peterson, Brian DeBall, Kyle Shanahan, Nick Sirianni, and Sean McDermott. That one's probably that one's tough. I think it goes to Sirianni or Shanahan. Even though you know be, yeah. Peterson and DeBall had great seasons I mean, considering think about what Peterson took over. Right. Goodness. And and uh, the Giants. I mean, seriously. And they also have assistant coach of the year, which is weird. Interesting. Uh, Shane Steichen, he's the OC for the Eagles. D'Amico Ryan's uh, DC for the 49ers, and then Ben Johnson, uh, the Lions OC. Hmm. So those Good stuff. Those will be coming out soon. Yep, they will be. Um, other NFL news: the Packers, according to CBSSports.com, they are expected to consider trading Aaron Rodgers to an AFC team in the 2023 offseason. Well, think about that: an AFC team. Yeah. Okay. AFC team. Fun to start digging into that. I mean, is he going to be a Raider? You think Raider? Does he reunite with Devontae Adams? That would be fun. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, yeah, that's definitely got a chance. I was thinking maybe the Jets. Maybe the Jets. I think the Jets are secretly in on this. I think that old, like, maybe that body doesn't want to play in the cold, man. He's been playing in the cold. I know, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to go to New York. He wants to get warm. Well, let's see if it even happens. Again, this this according to ESPN in the offseason, Green Bay is expected to consider a trade. Okay. So we'll see if that goes anywhere. They're saying also saying that uh, Jordan Love is apparently getting closer and closer to taking over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So is Trey Lance. Um, it's hard. This is from Adam Schefter. He said it's hard to imagine that he's going to retire and walk away and surrender $110 million in guaranteed money. He's not. So, it sounds like he's going to be back no matter what. Perfect. Um, some college basketball last night. I don't know if you saw this. Imani Bates. Okay, Imani Bates. He he was the number one recruit. Yep. Do, do you remember where he initially played? Was it, was it Memphis? Yeah. Is it the one was that went Memphis? to like Eastern Michigan or something? Yeah, so yeah, then he my, transferred it, to Eastern Michigan. Yeah, yep. That's where he's playing now. Last night, he scored 29 straight points. I watched it. 29 straight. He had, he had 43 in the game, I think. He had 43 in a loss. 29 straight points. That is unbelievable. Yeah, he had 43 in the loss. That's insane. 
29 straight. I've never seen that before. No, no, that's wild. Uh, moving he was, on. He was good last night. Let's talk some baseball. Let's start with the Royals. They're making a lot of moves. They made another move yesterday. Okay. Now, if you're a Royals fan, you would know who uh, Alberto Mondesi is. This guy, he's been yeah. on the team for a while, mm-hmm. right? Uh, started coming up when they won the World Series, and, you know, a lot of fans were excited to see this guy. And he's talented. He is. He's made some plays. But the problem is, folks, he can't stay healthy. Nope. Okay, he's playing maybe 50 games a no, season, if that. No value there. Nothing. And I've been saying the past two seasons that we probably should have traded this Mondesi uh, because he's not playing. Uh, but they finally traded him yesterday. Okay. They traded him to the Red Sox uh, in exchange for left-handed pitcher Josh Taylor and a player to be named later. So they're adding arms. They are. They're adding arms. They are getting pitching. Yeah, they're trying to start You know, start where it always starts, for on sure. the bump. And this had a lot to do with uh, Bobby Witt Jr. too, because yep. now I think they say they want to send him to third base. Mm-hmm. So, Adalberto Mondesi, finally uh, no longer a Royal. It sucks, though, because if he could have stayed healthy, he would have been a really yeah. good player. A lot of these things happen that way, unfortunately, with any sport. You yeah. Know? Right, high ceiling, and then all of a sudden you injuries and this and that or whatever happens. It's unfortunate. All right, well, let's get to what happened last night. The MLB Hall of Fame. Yeah, we already know Fred McGriff is in. We knew that for a few weeks. Uh, another player joined him last night. Scott Rowland officially is an MLB Hall of Famer. Congrats, Mister Rowland. You're a Hall of Famer. By the way. I, I like that's a moment where people should be happy. Like, yeah, man, Roland got in. You did it, man. Congrats. But yet everybody and again, I think we all do this. It's like human nature probably. Like you get your favorite player and be like, All right, congrats. Let's compare why so and so is not in. Let people enjoy their moment. Congrats, Scott Roland. Great video out there, by the way, on Twitter of him telling his parents it'll get you going, man. It's great. Congrats, Scott Roland. So it's just a two man class though. Yeah. That's it. The crime dog and Scott Rowland. We have some of the percents, too. Scott Rowland, he had 76.3%. Todd Helton came in second, 72.2%. He was 11 votes short of induction. He's right there, man. He's in. Billy uh, Billy Wagner, he had 68.1%. Andrew Jones, 58.1%. Did you see that? That came down like the Helton's like 10 votes. Like 10 votes. He just needed 10 votes. Yeah. Um. And then Gary Sheffield, 55%. Yeah. How about the um, the Beltran thing? Yeah. I think that's the uh, slap on the wrist a little bit. But if you look at it, and they do a comparison out there as well, that he got, what, 46 and a half? Yep. They try to compare that because, you know, he's part of the science dealing, and I think they're slapping him for it a little bit. But um, compared to the, where the initial steroid era users, he started higher. So more likely he does get in. Yeah, I mean, he was the first. He was the only first timer on the ballot to receive even fifteen percent of the vote. Yeah, a <laughs> rod less hope. And then uh, Jeff Kent, you see this? Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm Jeff not a big Kent. Jeff Kent fan. Well, he didn't get in, uh, but he is blaming stat folks after falling off ballot in the the tenth try. This is what he said. He said, the voting over the years has been too much of a head-scratching embarrassment. Baseball is losing a couple generations of great players that were the best in their era because a couple non-voting stat folks keep comparing those players to players already voted 
in from generations past and are influencing the votes. It's unfair to the best players in their own era in those already voted in, in my opinion. Don't like you anyway. You don't like Jeff no, Kent? No, I don't know. He's just not a player I used to like to watch. Well, he is, his time is up. He did, he did not get in. Good. See you. He'll get in at some point. He'll probably get in that Fred McGriff type yeah, committee. Right. There was, like, I think two more players to watch as he keep moving. Uh, Billy Wagner has getting really close. You're seeing the jumps. He went from 51 last year to 68.1. He has two ballots left uh, to get there. And then Andrew Jones, uh, some some hope. Uh, he jumped 17% as well to 58. So there's some hope uh, for two of those players as well. You mentioned Sheffield as well. They're all within range. Mm-hmm. And we'll, I think tomorrow we'll do, we'll talk about um, the 24 class. Okay. I think that's an interesting uh, look because when you got one, you always look at the next class because there's a few names on there that we can start debating. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll do that. Uh, last story I got is still in the MLB. You know, we've talked a little bit about the Orioles and yeah. the family who owns the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's been a mess. The The guy who owned the the Orioles died. Okay, and now he's got two sons. I think a daughter is thrown in there. Yeah, and they're all just kind of wailing. It, it's around. a mess. Yeah, nobody is really agreeing with each other. They're kind of fighting over certain things, and they're fighting again. Oh gosh! But this story is pretty. It's pretty funny. Uh, before Orioles owner Pete Angelos uh, fell ill, and eventually you know died. Passed away. Yep. He had $65 million in one bank account. Hello. Well, by September, the account was down to about 400000 What? Where'd it go? His son, Luis, is accusing brother John and mother of draining it. So he's, this guy's like, I think my brother and my mom literally took all the money out and was spending it. This isn't making Jeez. the this isn't making the Orioles ownership feud even better. Sixty five million. Sixty five million in one bank account. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Family feuds. We'll see what happens. Money. Stupid. Don't get into business nope. with your family, nope. right? Nope. Although or it wasn't your, their choice, it was their friends. dad. Or your friends. Yeah, right. Um, that's all I got. That's uh, uh last one before we go there, man. That's uh, speaking of like I just love every bit of this. The golf story. If you didn't see it, there's a video now because there was a report that uh, Patrick Reed went to over the where he was working out and hitting balls at, and he you know not acknowledged through a tee at him. There's a video now showing it. Yeah. Um, so they asked Roy about this because like there's more to this story. Obviously, it's not just that you know he's on uh, Live Golf and Patrick Reed is a not a nice human. Uh, Roy said I was down by my bag and he came up to me and I was busy working and sort of doing practice and I really didn't feel like I didn't the need to acknowledge him so i didn't see a t coming in my direction but apparently that's what happened and if the roles reverse i i and if i'd have thrown the t at him i'd be expecting a lawsuit now why does he say lawsuit this is where the the anxiety and stuff comes from this and the hate is the fact that Roy later shared he was subpoenaed by a member of reed's legal team on christmas eve Oh, my God. His lawyer. He said, I was subpoenaed by his lawyer on Christmas Eve. So, of course, trying to be a, you know, have a nice time with my family and someone show up on your doorstep and delivers, you're not going to take that well. So, again, I'm living in reality. I don't know where he's living. And if I were in his shoes, I wouldn't expect a hello or a handshake. He was served, he was served on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Also, that's the same thing. It, Justin Thomas was served by Reed's team two days before his wedding. 
Oh my god. That's all you need to know about this guy. It's not it's not his lawyers making this decision. Like I'm sure Reed is in on this. Well, he's making it about himself too. Yeah. Uh they asked Reed about. It. Roy just looked down there and was messing with his track man and kind of decided to ignore us. We all knew where it came from being part of Live. Since my T's are team aces, Live T's, I flicked him one. It was kind of a funny shot back. Funny how a small little flick is trying to basically stabbing and throwing a T at him. Well, he said he saw me decided not to react. It's unfortunate because we've always had a good relationship. Well, okay, where you don't play victim. You're the one who's subpoenaing guys subpoenaing on Christmas Eve. What is? I I yeah, I'm done. I can't I can't deal with that. Happy guy. for Roy. You should see the. It's a, like it really is a video of them asking him about this, and it's a really uncomfortable video of Roy just shaking his head like they're trying to get him to say no. And by the way, like it's not worth my time. Watch all I'm preparing of preparing for a golf tournament. Watch all of his lawsuits get thrown out. Yep, or this not work in his favor. Yep, good for him. Wow, uh, Gary. Yes, yes. Kick Rogers right out the door. Time to move on. Packer Gary. Wow, I appreciate it, man. So, uh, hey, let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's bring our our guy, your guy, Brian Munson, HuskerLine.com. 